Microphone check. One, two, three. All right, let me stop playing. Welcome to yet another episode of Why Now with Alexander DeBlanc. I am your host, Alexander DeBlanc. And of course, I cannot start this podcast without giving all the glory and all the praise to Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. And y'all, there's always something to give him praise for, but man, I'm going to praise him today. So please, as a disclaimer, if I get to rambling, bear with me. I'm speaking from the heart today. I don't have any talking points, but God has just been so good and so amazing to me that I had to come here. I don't have any guests. I just needed to talk to y'all directly because, man, when I shared this testimony, I just want y'all to feel me on this because I don't know if somebody I just felt it in my spirit that if somebody is going through this or is facing these emotions that I had. And God has been working through with me and through me to overcome. Bro, this episode is for you. The title of today's episode is Why Therapy Part 2. And if you heard part one and you, if you've heard this show over the last few episodes, you know that I am an advocate for therapy. I have talked about it through and through about the process and the journey that I have gone through and been very vulnerable about my current state and how therapy has been helping me along the journey of reaching the destination that I have and goals that I have set for myself. But y'all, man, I cannot stress this enough. God is so good because when I tell you, first and foremost, this past week, I celebrated my one-year anniversary in therapy. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Connie. And man, I had to come on the mic to say, like, we got to give ourselves more credit. You have to give yourself more credit. Because sometimes we are our biggest critics and i'm not saying that you shouldn't hold yourself accountable i'm not saying that you shouldn't set goals and and conquer your goals but sometimes we literally will cripple ourselves thinking that we haven't reached a destination because we've set a timeline and we are moving boulders not small rocks but boulders on the pathway to moving mountains but we can't see that because we're so stuck on the mountains that we're trying to reach. And believe you me, you're going to move those mountains as God is above you. You will move those mountains. But sometimes we just get into this space where we can't see the progress that we have attained along this journey. And if you have been listening to me this last few weeks, man, there's a saying that has just been on my heart. And it is that the beauty is in the process and not the destination. And I have felt this through and through because this past week, during my one year review, I realized upon talking with my therapist that I had accomplished every goal that I had set a year ago when I first started. I want to say that again. I had accomplished every goal that I had set a year ago. But in the midst of that year, there had been so many things that had rumbled and, and, and just rattled my foundation between relationships laws, between uh, personal things that within my family that I and things that are just outside of my control 
that I started to look inward and blame myself for things that really were outside of my control. I found myself trying to seize control of a situation that lit literally I had no control over. And when I couldn't alter those scenarios or those situations, I looked down upon myself as if I was the one that was failing, as if I was the one. And that is why if you listen to episode eight with Jason Scott, why what I said was so important, because in long this journey, what I'm starting to realize is when I get to the end of myself. And when I say this, I mean this from the bottom of the, my heart. When I get to the end of myself, I really start to realize how much God is in control. When I try to put the power within myself and my own abilities, then I am limited. But when I understand how unlimited God's love is and that he has set me apart in Bible study in church, actually, recent weeks, we've been reading the book of Romans. And oh, my gosh, it has opened up my eyes to to see how much God has love for me and how much God has love for you to understand that when I put myself to the side and I put myself in the passenger seat and I say, God, this is your car. You built this. Where are we going? Man, being able to understand that has been giving me this peace. And I just felt the urge to come on the mic today. Again, I said, I'm sorry in the beginning because I might ramble. There's no script. There's no talking points. But it just is a, a feeling that I, I, I urge within myself to come on the mic to say, man, there is hope and peace in this. There is an understanding that everything is going to be all right. And you may not know what tomorrow is going to look like, but the beauty again is in the journey. And with this journey that I have been taking through therapy, through just being obedient and walking with God, man, there is a sense of peace that have fallen upon my life. So I'm not going to be long winded this week. It's going to be a real short episode, but I just wanted to come on here and say to you, if you feel that you have been doing everything, but things are just not working out and you're trying to understand why is it that every time I try to do something on my own or I feel like I'm going in the right direction, X, Y, and Z begins to happen. Listen, I am here. I hear you. You are seen. You are felt. You are loved. But just keep going. Don't lose hope. I was reading Romans 5 this week, and it, it, it is so powerful to me because it's one of my favorite verses because during my darkest days I often look at this verse and it's Romans 5 verse or really 3 to 5 and it talks about perseverance it talks about perseverance in the sense of how God never puts hope to shame and I think in these eras and this time a lot of people have been falling short on that hope but I want to leave you with this verse right here. And I know I haven't done this before, so I'm not the best when I'm reading on <laughs> reading something. So bear with me if I stutter. So be it. But Romans 5 says verse 3 to 5. It says not only so, but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character, hope. 
and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Man, God's love has been poured out to us through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. The evidence is in the spirit. It's not in your works. It's not in anything that we could have done within our hands that God loves us. And that evidence is through something that we could not have done within our own strength, by our own merit. But to know that there is a God in this universe that loves you so much that he would do such a thing. I pray that this word gives you a little bit of hope, a little bit of encouragement, because I know that that same God that loves me, that has been helping me upon this journey, I'm no better. I'm no more special or anything in that capacity. And that God loves you just as much. Again, I'm sorry if I rambled today <laughs> or if I stepped on my pulpit, but I just had to share this on what this word that was on my spirit. I pray that you guys have a lovely day. Until next time, this is Why Now with Alexander DeBlanc. Peace. <laughs>